What is up? We are back with another episode, episode 16 with Mike Hudak. Mike is a triathlete. He is also a medical student and just a really inspirational guy who's uh, an elite athlete at this level. Uh, been been running and training and swimming and biking for a long time. Goes back to, the, to his high school days and then he started getting into the triathlete lifestyle when he was a uh, freshman in college practically. And he's been doing it ever since, six years now. He's in his second year of medical school at Ohio University down in Athens, Ohio. And um, while he's not studying, when he's not at the library, he's out there running, biking, swimming, and working out. So very inspirational guy, a guy that you guys should really take a look at because I have a feeling we're going to be seeing a lot more of him in years to come on the triathlete and running scene. So without further ado, please welcome Mike Hudak. I'm glad that we're finally able to uh, to get together, you know? Yeah, and, I was hoping, you know, we can get together in January, but, like, it was just, you know, times did not work out. So yeah. you're in medical school. Where at? Um, Ohio University. It's in, like an yeah. osteopathic school. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if you know the difference between uh, – there's two different types of medical schools, allo- allopathic and uh, osteopathic, and uh, just different philosophies, mm-hmm. but ultimately the same goal. What, what, what's, the, what's, like, the main difference between the two? Um, uh, that's a good question. I think You're, a lot of people have asked that. But you like, don't know. <laughs> no, no. Osteopathic, what they like to focus on is they always they emphasize like the whole body. So like um, uh, just trying to treat various aspects of a person, whether that's the physical, um, uh, men, uh, I mean, allopathic does mental too, but like emotional, spiritual type thing. So you try to make it, they te- try, they emphasize making the patient feel good along with treating them, mm, which okay. allopathic schools can obviously like uh teach that philosophy mm-hmm. but they just put a really really strong emphasis on it on is it like a normal it's the same thing like four yep. years of med school yep four years of med school and uh-huh. then we do have an additional component it's called omm osteopathic manipulation medicine uh-huh and so what that is is uh you, you mainly use your hands to treat the body well you don't actually treat the body you help it get back to a state of being normal and that helps facilitate the healing process because the idea is that the body can heal itself because i mean just as much as like a, a cut heals itself yeah. if you um a, uh you, you can use your hands to like you know put like spine back like little like vertebra back in place or ribs back in place mm-hmm. and that can help facilitate a healing process the body's a fascinating thing isn't it oh I my mean, god it's just it's insane what the what the body can do and wants to do on its own yeah i mean without medicine without yeah treatment without all these different things the body by itself is a healing mechanism exactly and that's the right. exact philosophy that um osteopathic students are like taught uh-huh. um, and so that's where the omm um comes into play we that's a techniques that we use to help facilitate that process because sometimes the body it messes up and sure, so you course, just like you just help it along or like a guiding hand yeah so so you went to uh ou for undergrad as well right no i actually went to the university of dayton Oh, okay. Going around okay. all the corners of Ohio. Going around Ohio. Well, I went to Miami, Ohio. So we've, we've, oh, got, we've got the whole state covered, man. We've, we've <laughs> all got right. the state covered, you know. Uh, so you went to Dayton for undergrad. Yeah. And But you're from around here. Yeah, I'm from, from Cleveland. No, area. Yeah. I'm from uh, Hudson, Ohio. So that's like, mm-hmm. you know, suburb of Cleveland around Akron. Right. Uh, but I went to Dayton because uh, they offered a good scholarship. But also my aunt is a professor there. So, like, she teaches engineering. Okay. And actually, when I went to Dayton, the reason I picked the school is because it's a really good engineering school, and that's what I was planning on going into at first. Ah, okay. So I wanted to. I start off as a mechanical engineer. So you went into engineering, and then mm-hmm. what? What happened? You're just 
Well, the the idea was like, oh, I'll use that as my fallback, but I'll still take all the necessary courses to apply to medical school. Because mm-hmm. even in high school, I kind of have like an, had an inkling that I wanted to do uh, medicine. But uh, I was going to my engineering classes, and I just did not like it. And engineering, yeah, is a pretty rough. Oh, I ha- <laughs> mundane kind of world, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so I had six roommates my senior year and I, the majority of them were engineers oh my god so Me- like and were they like mechanical type electric type did they yeah did they th- know one well we were supposed to have an eighth roommate he was electrical um uh, the one was mechanical two were another type of engineering yeah there's yeah. industrial and, yeah. and that kind of stuff my friend was civil engineering hey man thank god for engineers though oh I god mean, they, they're the ones that create all this kind of stuff that were they're the ones that allow us to do a podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah man if it wasn't for them but but boy i i am like the least technical person you know like when you're not when you're not in a world or where you're not uh comfortable or, or you can never see yourself doing something in that kind of world mm-hmm. you can't fathom how anyone can do it but exactly thank god they can thank god there's people that, that do that stuff you yeah know? and i tell people that all the time like when i ask them what they do i'm like oh thank you i just can't do that like and, get- and i feel the same way about medicine yeah, I mean, God bless you, man. I don't know how you can do it. Uh, you know, what what do you ultimately want to do? What, what's your what's your path in medicine? So right now, I'm kind of like I'm staying open as I go in my third and fourth year because that's when mm-hmm. we really start to decide. But along the way, I've you know I've I've ranked things in my mind. So like I have a top four, I would say, the fourth being cardiology. I just think as you know, an athlete, I find like the heart like just insanely fascinating. Mm-hmm. But uh, third, I would say neurology. I really brain. have a, mm-hmm. I, I really like neurology and just like, it's just so complex and that's why I like it. Oh my it. God. Well, that's the most powerful muscle in the, in the entire body oh. by what, like by hundreds and thousands yeah, yeah. of times, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, second is psycho- um, psychiatry. I am a, I have, a, one of my big missions is just to make mental health like more aware. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more of a recent um, a phenomenon I've come, like, come across just like a, like a personal insight. Sure. Um, a, it's a big thing, man. Mental health is causing a lot of problems in this yeah. country. You know, everyone wants to point to guns and um, different, you know, traumatic events that are happening, criminal acts, terroristic acts. But where is it? Where is it stemming from? Yeah, that's the question. You know, I'm a big proponent for that. Like anything that improves mental health, I am all for. Um, and it's not just people that go off and you know, mental health ranges from all over the board. I, I'm using extreme examples yeah. of mental health because of what we see in the news with the Parkland shooting and those kind of things. Yeah, exactly. But mental health could be anything, man. Mental health could be just anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. which, you know, I've gone through those types of things. Yeah. I mean, practically uh, everyday life. I mean, as life continues to go on and more and more responsibilities and just the types of challenges that life throws at you, man. I totally um, agree. You know, I've had to to deal with anxiety at times and find ways to work through it and, and those kind of things. So you can see how people could easily, with not the right path, with not, with not the right, um, you know, a level of attention that needs to be given to, mm-hmm. how they can go off, spiraling down off the deep end, I, you know? I totally agree. I, I am a person that actually deals with anxiety. And so like, um, it took me a while, like it happened about, it, the onset was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to really seek treatment like I thought I could it's something I could handle on my own type of thing but uh it took my parents and a couple friends to push me to get the help I needed and I feel incredible that's amazing and but I don't look at it as like two years gone from my life I kind of like I kind of grew from that and now oh yeah so and and now you could talk about it exactly more open about it look at Kevin Love did you see that I was just gonna mention that I probably I'm not a like super I don't like tear up often but reading that article, I have it saved on my browser now. Because yeah. when I read that article, 
I I was blown away. Right. I actually ordered a Kevin Love jersey. I'm like, isn't you know that what? amazing? You know, he's like just, my all time favorite player now. You know what? Being vulnerable and open and, and just saying, hey man, we're we're human beings. We're not RoboCop. We're not yeah. Superman. We're not these mythical. You know, we all have exactly things that we have to deal with and bouts and, and, and different things that throw challenges at us. And when somebody like that of that magnitude raises his hand and says, hey man. Him and DeRozan both did Yeah, it. I've seen that. Yeah, DeRozan yeah. Was, came out with like depression and Kevin Love came out with his uh, panic attack. Panic attacks, yeah. yeah. But, and what, it's also like we look up to those people and say like, oh, they're like, they're obviously okay. They're they're making a ton of money. They're doing a, um, a, a sport for their career. Like right. that's fantastic. But like, he was saying one of the most like impactful lines in that whole article was the fact that he said he was lying there and he had all these resources. He can perf- like he had nutritionists, trainers, PTs, like he had everyone, but no one could help him at that moment. Isn't because, that crazy? Yeah, because he had yeah. N- there was no psychological support. And that's what it comes down to. That's yeah. what it comes down to. It needs to be. It starts. It starts internally. I just was having a, a talk with my buddy the other day, uh, Dr. Adam Hadea, who was just on the podcast before oh, yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about it. We didn't talk really much about mental health, but we talked about kind of, you know, along the same lines of, you know, in order to be able to support your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your friends, your mm-hmm. family, anyone, anyone that you come in contact with, your schoolwork, your training, in order to give all that kind of stuff the attention it deserves, it starts from right within, man. You've got to take. You've got to be cognizant of me first, yeah. and and make sure that everything inside is 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 on the right track. Otherwise, everything else, your relationships with your family, your kids, your wife, your girlfriend, mm-hmm. dude, it's it's all gonna take a take a big hit. I, I think know? I think you nailed it on the head right mm-hmm. there, and that's one of the silver linings I th- I thought came from this experience was that like it took that to make me realize that I need to treat myself first before oh, I. God bless you for doing that, man. How old are you? I'm 24. So to be able to realize that at a pretty young age, I mean, you know, relatively speaking. Yeah. You know, some people don't realize it till they're like 40, 50 years old. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's that, that silver lining. And I hope to, you know, people will realize that before, you know, going through some bouts of anxiety or depression or something like that. That's like my goal. To right. Like, no, try to make people realize that's that. That's amazing. Um, and, and you're this super freaking athlete, man. <laughs> super triathlete. Um, this is probably more terrifying to, for you uh, doing a podcast than, than than getting ready for a triathlon. Well, let me tell you, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I'm a pretty introverted person, so yeah. So this, this is, is going to be a good experience for you, man. This oh, is going to be fun. I always uh, there's a book I started reading. It was called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And my, my wife was reading. My wife was reading that same book. Yeah, yeah. and I and that's what kind of convinced me to do this. I was just like. Why care? Just, Why care? Just do it. Like, you know what? We have conversations with each other. You have a conversation in your family room with your with your brother or whatever, your friends, yeah. you know. And that's what we're doing, man. We're just having a, a chat. Exactly. The cool thing is is what we get to share it, you know. Ultimately, it'll get shared with whoever wants to take the time to listen yeah. to us. That's it. It's super easy. It's perspe- like everything else, you know. Yeah. The it's biggest thing that I've thing. learned, like, as I've gone through life, I'm, I'm 36, so I'm, a, you know, a little bit older. Um, but what I've learned going through life is that everything that's anticipated is always so much more grandiose and great or more terrifying than the actual act itself. Yep. Anticipation is so much greater than the act. It is. And you know you build up demons, this is going to be brutal or I might get nervous or I don't want to give that speech, I don't want to go meet with that person face and then you go, that was it? That's what I lost sleep over last <laughs> yeah. night? You know what I mean? It's just... It's crazy, man. So let's talk a little bit about uh, about what you do, man. You've been you've been I came across you 
You've been running uh, triathlons. You, how mm-hmm. long? How long have you been doing this type of stuff for? Yeah. So uh, I'll kind of start way back. It was uh, my sophomore year of high school. I was I was primarily a football player. Shockingly, really? Uh, yeah. You must have been the, the wide receiver, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> I, no, I was a lineman. No shit. Yeah, I was a lineman. You were a li- where at Hudson? No. Um, uh, I played uh, for Walsh Jesuit. Mm. Um, I was. So on wait, the, were you a defensive team. lineman? O and D. You were the uh, an offensive lineman and defensive lineman. I was, Holy shit! Yeah. So when I was playing in middle school, I was you know I I kind of grew before everyone else, and I was uh, a little bit I wasn't like skinny yet. I was kind of just like just normal size. Yeah. And I had enough technique to get by, so like I could like really like uh, hold my own against like the bigger bigger guys. Uh huh. Uh huh. But then so when I got to high school, I shot up more and I shot it like I just got skinny. And uh, it was kind of ironic. They, uh, my coach called me Iron Man. <laughs> no shit. Time. Yeah. And a little uh, force, a little foresight, yeah, a little yeah. foreshadowing there. A little foreshadowing. Yeah. And uh, but then uh, I realized that wasn't for me. Um, I played. I was still into basketball a little bit, but it they got too strict. I just I just did it for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I dropped baseball pretty early on. Um, and then my dad's like, you know what? You should do cross country. I'm like, Dad. Who wants to run five miles and a single bout? Like no one does. And what are you like, a sophomore, junior, uh, freshman? What what were you at this point? I was a uh, I was going to my sophomore year. Going into your sophomore, okay. Yeah, and uh, he was like, "All right, how about this? I'll give you Call of Duty Four right now, and you join cross country." Well, I I asked him like, "The only way I'll do this is if you give me Call of Duty Four right now." He did not hesitate. He goes he, done, done. And I'm like, ah, shit, I'm doing cross country. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I did track at that point. Um, uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, I was like, oh, I'm doing cross country, and my first practice, absolutely loved it. Really? And so that was What's kind the of first like. Pra- what is cross country practice? What is that like? So um, uh, we had Tuesdays and third. Wait, it was Monday and Wednesday were workout days, like hard workout days, like intervals, tempo runs, what have you, like whatever mm-hmm. the coach had in mind. He had a whole plan out. Um, uh, and then Thursday was swim day, so that was recovery day. Um, uh, Sunday was day off. Or unless you wanted to put some easy miles, and, and all the other days were uh, easy runs. Okay. So, and Saturdays were usually races. Okay. But before that started, that was an easy run day. A lot of footwork. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of steps. Oh, God. Man. A lot leg, of steps. Jeez. Leg, leg day every day. Jeez, that's crazy. So, all right. So you 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 signed up. You loved it right away. Mm-hmm. And then I, for some reason, signed decided to sign up for swimming too. I don't know why. My dad said, "Oh, he's not going to last." <laughs> like, so wait, cross country is in the fall. Is that the first? Yeah, it's a okay. fall sport. Okay, and then swimming is a winter sport. Right, right, right. Um, uh, so I, I joined that to stay in shape for track because that's something I actually did do. And then tracks in the spring, right? And yeah. tracks in yeah, the spring. Yeah, okay. And so I had a good basis for triathlons early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think I I just tried it out a little bit my junior year. I did like a local sprint triathlon. Kind of liked it, not like huge about it. But then when I was getting to college, I was like, it, it just, I became more and more interested. And I was deciding whether I wanted to run and swim in college or kind of be on my own. And I kind of ultimately decided, for me personally, I just wanted to do my own thing. I didn't want to, I, I heard like the life of a college athlete can be stressful. Oh, sure. So I just, I decided to just do triathlons. So I got into the tri club at UD Wow. and loved it instantly. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's a major commitment. Yeah. That's a major, major commitment, right? I mean, so so backing up a little bit, uh, you, you're doing cross country, and I mean, were you doing you were doing well with it? I mean, you were winning races, or no? I was. I started off my sophomore year. I think I was running a 21 or 22 minute 5k. So like, 
It was it was that's pretty good. I mean, it was just like average for our team. For your team, right? yeah. I for mean, me, we were, for me, that'd be like <laughs> I'd, I'd be celebrating with champagne. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, our team was actually really good. We had a, we had the potential to win states one year for D one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we were that good. So I was kind of just like in the in the background type of thing. And then, but over the year, I never had like a breakout season. It just was consistent. The consistent work I put in got me to where. Um, uh, I eventually got down to a sub 17 5k, which again is just from the people I know, that's just a, it, it's a respectable time. That's and, amazing. Are you kidding yeah. me? A sub 17 5k. Yeah. That was my last race as a high schooler. Um, it wasn't for the team. It was on my own. It was a road race, but wow. So a sub 17. So what are you running? Like a, is that like a high 16? Is that what you're saying? Or a low? Yeah. Se- like so it was a 16, 50, I think it was 56, 57, something like that. So you're running like a f- Five. It's five thirty something. God damn, man, that's fucking yeah. crazy. But it's it's crazy now. Now that I have a, uh, a I decided to get a coach. I was doing a workout recently, and I just I threw that down in the middle of a nine mile run. Like I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go out. It said like do a, a fast twenty minutes. Uh-huh. I was like five thirty seven for twenty minutes. Like in the middle of your nine mile. Like, like middle, after like mile four or five, like something yep. like that. You just started going. Yeah. Five and a half. My coach Wait. is incredible. I, I, what does that What does that relate to on a treadmill? Like nine, five, ten point oh, eleven point oh. What so is that? Ten would be a six minute pace. So it's more like eleven. Yeah, it's like a, probably like eleven ish. That is absolutely sickening, man. God bless you. That's fant- you're you're my new uh, inspiration. <laughs> Ever see what I do? This is why I do these podcasts, man. Every time someone yeah. comes on, I've got a new inspiration. You know? Oh, it's good. It's fantastic. That's amazing. How, how did you get? How did you go from 22 minutes down to, uh, uh, you know, 17 minutes, 16, 17 minutes? My coach was incredible. Um, he actually, he retired re- recently, but uh, he was, he just had a system that worked. Mm-hmm. And it worked for me. Like, uh, he, he was just so smart. He never told you what he was doing, but like, he had a plan. Like, my senior year um, uh, is where I really had, I guess that'd be one of my breakout seasons, because he started putting me in the 800 for track. And like I was a two one one and two miler. I was like, but like I had the potential to be an eight hundred. But he kept me in the eight hundred the whole season. And the last race of the year, he put me in the mile and two mile. I PR'd by like thirty seconds in my two mile and like ten seconds in my mile. And you're like, where did this come from? Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> it's him. He's smart. He, he, know, like, he knows. What are what some he's of the doing. things that he was doing to get you get you faster? A lot of speed work. Um, uh, he always emphasized. Uh, we didn't. He didn't like pound us with miles. Like miles every day mm-hmm. he was we had a one long run though and he would reward us if we went 14 or above giving us like breakfast for our first like the first time we did it he'd get us breakfast uh-huh. so like he he would emphasize like long runs you know base miles in the beginning and then he'd slowly work up to speed by the end of the season and he just peaked you at the right time what about like hill running oh like yeah we, oh all the time like lots is that of those. is that real is that critical it depends on the course uh-huh. um uh, uh, before they changed the course for states, it was relatively flat. I mean, uh, it was it had some hills, so you had to do train for hills. But then the new course that they added, it was flat, and so people were like, the coaches were like talking about like, why are we we shouldn't do hills anymore? Well, if this state course is flat, so mm-hmm. but. He, but he still kept hills. But yeah, I mean, there's still something to the hill training because when you're doing a flat course, now you feel like you're running downhill almost, right? Yeah, I oh, mean, it's a huge difference. It's crazy, actually. It's crazy you say that because like yeah. I did a trail race recently and it was so much elevation gain, like so much climbing, that like after I recovered like two weeks later, I was doing like the bike path. I was like, 
I feel fantastic. This, this, this yeah, is the easiest run of my life. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. my hamstrings are like, thank you. Well, well that's, I'm telling you, the hills suck, obviously, but uh, mm-hmm. are they, are they, uh, do you feel that they help you more for speed or endurance or is it kind of both? I mean, what are they helping you with? It's probably training. both, but I, I see it more of an endurance thing. That's what I thought. Because I actually like hills, like mm-hmm. um, not like super steep ones, but like my fastest marathon time was uh, at Flying Pig, and that's a hill everyone recognizes as like a hilly course, but it's because I was good at hills. It, it trained me to like, you know, pace myself, mm-hmm. and uh, so when I got to that second portion of the race, my uh, endurance-wise, I was fine because I was 10 miles in, the hills were over. Because the first 10 miles is all hills. Ah, okay. And the last 16 are, like, all downhill. Oh, wow. That's got to be pretty cool. Yeah. So, Once you get there, you're like, okay. Oh, yeah. Let's do the hard part. Yeah. So Someone told yeah. me in the middle of the race, like, all right, the hills are over. I'm like, that's it? You're all like, right, holy shit. This yeah, is going to be go. fun. <laughs> yeah. so and I just, you're feeling good. And people are, you can see people are already struggling, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so that's why I think the hills has, like, a little endurance aspect to it. What uh, What was your – you said that was your best time. Was When was what, when was that marathon and what did you run? So that was two, 2014. That was okay. my best. I haven't done a lot um, marathon since then. My coach wants me to taper back. She says I'm still young and I need to like focus on speed. Yeah. But, focus uh, on the long term, right? Exactly. Yeah. I'm starting to realize that too. So yeah. That she's right all the time. What did you run it in? Uh, 252, 52. Um, 252. Unofficial. I, I didn't like run it Jeez. perfectly. It was like a 254, 13, I think, officially. What's a, what is a Boston qualifier? Like, right there? 305. Yeah, three, three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I qualified for Boston, but. Uh, I wanted to do, it was the same time as collegiate nationals for triathlons. Uh-huh. So I figured, oh, I'm only doing triathlons for like an, a club for four more years. So I'll take the opportunity to do nationals. And then after I graduate, I'll qualify for Boston again and just do it. Sure. Then. Yeah. You, you have, you definitely have Boston in your future. There's no <laughs> doubt, my man. There's no, no doubt in the world. So, um, all right. So you did cross country, you started getting to the swim, you're doing the track, you know, mm-hmm. when did the biking come in? In college at that point, you just started I just, biking? I just picked it up, yeah, in yeah, college. Yeah, you just started going. Mm-hmm. My dad got me, my mom and dad for Christmas got me a road bike, and uh, I helped, I think I helped, I helped Chipped in, I believe, and uh, we. I, that's just my first bike, and then ever since then, I've been using my own money to, like, uh, <laughs> basically going broke for all oh, these bikes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, that, that was Those how I got started. Those bikes are expensive, now. The, the real, right? What are they, thousands of dollars? I think the most expensive I've seen was, like, 15K. Fifteen thousand yeah. dollars for a fucking bike. Yeah, buy a car for less. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, it's insane what they're doing. But you know, they charge it because people buy it. Uh huh. So yeah, what kind of bike do you use? Uh, I actually got a new one recently. It was a. It's a, called a Giant Trinity Advanced Pro Zero or something. Mm-hmm. It's it's very nice. It has like an integrated box in the front, so I can store like, ju um, uh, g- gels or goos. Oh yeah yeah. And yeah. then um, uh, the back has like a water carriage my saddle um and then it has a front water bottle so i don't have gotcha. to carry that much gotcha so okay so you're in college you're like screw all this team stuff because it's called cross country and track i mean i know track mm-hmm. you could run like a uh relay a relay team right but cross country is that really a team sport or is it more just a bunch of guys running together it's a it, it, there's a team aspect to it i mm-hmm. always saw it as individual sport i might get a little heat yeah for that, but yeah. like um there's I, a camaraderie, yeah. right? There's a camaraderie, which is, I think, what the team aspect of yeah. it. Yeah, and there's there's a scoring aspect too. So the way they score meets is like, um, you're you can like for varsity, you have your top seven, you can put seven guys in a varsity race, uh-huh. and the top five score of, for your team. Oh, and okay. They, so they do. It's like lowest score wins. So gotcha. first place gets one. Okay, second place so two. in that aspect, it is a team then. I yeah. guess. Okay. So you work gotcha. together. 
Uh, but you went off to college, you went off to uh, Dayton, and yeah. you realize this is going to be a lot of time. This is going to be time consuming. I'm still going to. I mean, how did you choose to just say no, no to the team, you know, the college mm-hmm. official formal team, but I'm going to still do this thing as an individual? How did you decide that? Um, uh, that's a good question. I don't think I've, I've never really thought about that. Um, uh, I mean, I kind of joined a team. Um, it was a club on on campus. You're doing club sports. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so they had like nationals and stuff. So I still. Um, uh, I still did a team sport, I guess technically, but like it was more laid back. It was like, more. You, you were. There was able no to, scheduled. Practices. You were still a college student. It was still a you college, still student. college student. Oh, for yeah, sure. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, you go to college and you're, especially if you're on a scholarship or you know, you're playing, you're wrestling or you're playing for the hockey team or you're playing, you know, any sport. That's mm-hmm. that's. I mean, that is. You're not really living a college. You don't get the college experience mm-hmm. by any means. You know. So I think what you're saying was more of you kind of wanted that college life slash you know active life balance yeah and this was the way to find I, it yeah that's the way i approach life i just want to balance the balance. life yeah balance is everything mm-hmm. it's so true um so did you get a coach then you got a coach when you were in college yeah so i would say i was my freshman my freshman year of college i we didn't have a coach it was it's really expensive to hire a coach for a team mm-hmm. um uh, but then my sophomore year i became captain i started coming up with ideas since i was like getting an exec position and then finally when i was as I like work my way up, I kind of had more say in the matter. So I decided to hire a coach for our team to help mm. like just advance. So I hired our coach my junior year. Okay. So I had a coach for two, the last two years of college and she was so phenomenal that I was like, all right, like let's hire her. She's like a, giving us a good deal. Yeah. Um, and then now she is my coach after college. That's amazing. So, so did you do any triathlons while you were in college? Oh yeah, all you the time. You were doing triathlon all, all, all the way through? All the way through. When was your first one? Freshman year? So actually, I did my first one before I even got to college. Okay. Like, I was with the um, the Dayton team um, before then. It was uh, it was in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was a Spartan Sprint Triathlon. And actually, I held my own. I think I got, like, seventh or something. In was this the, the summer going in? Yeah, summer okay. going in. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure if technically I was supposed to be there, but yeah, <laughs> I <okay>. was. <laughs> too late now, right? Yeah, too late now. And um, not like it really mattered. It wasn't a no. big race or anything. But that was, like, my first collegiate triathlon i did like i said before that like in high school i i I dabbled in a little bit that was like when i started getting really serious about it so talk talk about what exactly is a triathlon so does it work so um uh, distances vary but it starts with a swim follows up with a bike and then a run um uh, there's variations on that i mean a duathlon run bike run sometimes the swim is replaced by a kayak if they're for whatever reason Mm -hmm. but typically a triathlon is swim bike run in that order and the swim, if you're going like a full triathlon, it's like a 2.4 mile. Oh, full Ironman? Yeah, like 2.4. Full, yeah, 2.4 mile swim, right? Mm-hmm. 112 on the bike. Yep. And then a marathon yep. to finish it off, 26.1. I've only done one of those. Those are, those are crazy. <laughs> You've done that? You've done an Ironman? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I did that in 2014. 14 was your year, man. Yeah. 14. Well, <laughs> well I signed up for that marathon you know? because I figured uh, – I need to get uh, do a marathon before. <laughs> so fourteen. So you're in your so what that was, you're you're about sophomore in college, yep. give or take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the training for uh, an Ironman? What's the training? A lot of Regiment. miles. A lot of miles. Like the give weekends. Us a, give us a little little sample of like a, a several month training program that you that you used. Okay, you start off probably around like eight hours a week of training. Mm-hmm. Probably like a forty minute run like 40 minute swim like on one day and then a bike might be an hour easy one day 
And then uh, the, the weekdays are actually pretty, uh, they're okay, they're manageable. Like you can balance work and uh, training, but your weekends, they know you're not, <laughs> you're typically not doing anything. So that's where they get you. Like I've had up to a seven hour workout on- Seven on hours a, straight. Seven hours straight. Wow. It was like a six hour bike ride into an hour run. Six hour bike ride, damn man. Yeah. How many miles are you putting on? If you, what are you doing? Like a bike every three and a half, like what three minute miles, stuff like that? Or? Yeah. Uh, so that would yeah, three minute mile would be twenty miles an hour. I think my best. I, I mean, average, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably average like nineteen miles an hour in my training rides. Okay. So like, and I was they were relatively flat. So you're putting in like close to twenty miles. I don't know, fifteen to twenty miles per hour. Yeah, yeah, that's every, about right. Right for mm-hmm. six hours straight. Yep. Jesus. So you're putting in 100 miles, right? Yep. <laughs> uh, just on the bike. And just I'm like, okay, come on, come on, son. It's time to go get, get those legs, shake those legs out a little I, bit. I still remember that hour run after my six-hour bike and how awful it was. Is that the only time you ever did that? Yeah, that was that was my longest workout. Yeah. And besides, you know, the actual race. But, yeah. It how was... long is the – so this is just – is it just constant running? Are you doing strength training? Oh, yeah. Um, Some programs include strength training. I, this one, I don't think it included it. Mm-hmm. But I've had plans – um, uh, including the one I'm on now that includes strength training. And I think it's, I think every triathlete should do strength training, honestly. Like what, what kind of exercises? So I'm a, it, again, it varies, but sure. right now I'm doing a, mostly it's upper body since wow. leg day is like every day. So, uh, yeah. she'll throw in like, uh, squats and leg presses for legs, but, uh, I'll do like straight arm pull downs. Um, uh, you can throw in bench, you can throw in push-ups and stuff like that. Upper body, I, I'm shocked actually. I thought you were going to say squats and you oh, know no. leg extensions and those things. Yeah, actually, nothing about it. it's probably pretty much equal. But mm-hmm. yeah, we she tries to like not kill your legs. Yeah. So, so the days that you're doing your strength training, are you not running? No, actually, sometimes it, it overlaps both. and it uh, does. Yeah. That's why I have to like plan it out. I'm like, all right, I can't lift then run because I'll be dead. So I usually I'll run and then lift in the afternoon. So, uh, so your, your training regimen, how long do you, the, if somebody that's looking to get into triathlon, that's kind of mm-hmm. where I'm trying to get into Okay. and they're just a runner, you know, they run, I mean, what is the step, what is the process that you would recommend for somebody that's got some good, you know, physical background, but has never done the swim part and, and, and doesn't ride a bike very often. How do they start getting into all that? I would say, um, uh, the easiest to pick up would be biking. You can, uh, you know, um, just uh, do like an hour ride. It doesn't really matter how fast you go. It could be 30 minutes even. Um, just uh, slowly build up. Um, and uh, the, the bike will come almost naturally. Everyone um, knows how to ride a I mean, most people know how to ride a bike. Yeah, most people know how to ride a bike. Um, it's just if you get nicer bikes, you go a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. And uh, there, uh, there's a point where it's actually the engine and not just the bike. But like you got to get a nice bike to start off with, like a nice uh, starter road bike. And that can sure. put you on the track to really uh, – starting the, the process of getting to a triathlon. And, yeah. and then for the swim, that's a little more complicated because, you know, everyone has varying, like, there's mm-hmm. very levels of swimming, like whether mm-hmm. they got swim lessons as a kid. I was lucky and that's what I got. So yeah. I was pretty uh, pretty proficient at swimming. Mm-hmm. Like I did You had a, the base. I had the base. And then I got to high school and it, that just built my base even yeah. more. And you have that memory. I mean, once you learn how to swim, it's yeah. so true. You, you, you can't forget how to swim. Exactly. It's crazy, but it's true. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but a lot of people are terrified of water. Exactly. Even, even people that kind of know oh how to swim, God. you know. Yeah. It's just so my dad, like, he wanted to do triathlon before I think I even started. And he said he had a panic attack in the water. And that's, mm-hmm. like, a very common thing that people have. 
because they practice in the pool, but then they go to open water and oh, yeah. it, they just freak out because there's nothing to hold on to. And, and, and when you say open water, you're talking about usually a lake, right? Yeah. You yeah. Know? And the, you can't touch the floor. You have to tread. What's below you. Yeah. You it's don't dark, know. It's dark. You know, you can't see underneath. It's creepy. It is, it is pretty freaking creepy. Have yeah. you ever done an ocean swim? No, I um I've done a lake swim. So, um, yeah, but that's it. That's lake Erie was the biggest. To me, man. That's terrifying to me. That don't they do some of them like out in the ocean? Some of yeah. those Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some safety risks there, right? Am I, People, am I crazy? No, no, no. <laughs> there have been. There's actually one in Cleveland where someone died because um, uh, uh, the waves were too harsh and they were just like an entry level swimmer. So there, there's and that's a lake. Yeah, that's and, Lake Erie. Yeah, they're extra yeah. safe now. But I, but even even the the ones out in like Kona, Hawaii, like for the championships, or mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you're you're in the ocean. It's great. I mean, there's yeah. there's there's sharks. There's other. You're you're, <laughs> you're invading the the mammal territory. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's not our ocean to be. You know, I mean that we don't have to worry about that obviously in the lake. But those are things that I mean, has anyone ever got had a, a shark attack or anything? Not that I've heard of. Uh, neither, yeah, that's what I thought. I'm just thinking Kona is a pretty. You, you see, you're, they're clear water, and there's okay. a lot of people. So I don't think a, a shark would be too uh, into attacking a horde of people. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That just it is creepy though, man. Back to the point about your oh, yeah. dad. But you know, it, it's it's totally different. Go swimming laps up at lifetime. It's totally lot, different. Yeah, it's yeah. It's a lot different. Yeah, it's a lot easier uh, when to swim twenty five yards or meters and get to the wall and hold on. Right. Versus exactly. Exactly. Swimming a four hundred straight water where you can't hold on or touch anything so typically what are the distances on the triathlons okay so you, you said the bike it comes the swimming is a little bit more complicated but i guess you just got to throw yourself into it right i mean yeah where, where do you go you, you go up to a, a local ymca or a lifetime fitness or something like that it, what i would start with is uh doing a little research and seeing like uh looking for plans mm-hmm. um and they'll, some plans will tell you like hey you should be able to do this this and this if you want to do this plan so like the one I was following before, it was a pretty high. It was like a, a pretty high level plan, I would say. Mm-hmm. So it, it it had a very high standards before you started start like that plan. It was like you should be able to ride this far. You should be able to run this long, swim this much before you start this plan. And there's other plans that are just like there's no uh, basic requirement. Just like this is a as basic as you can get. Okay. And so um, we should just look at the variety of uh, plans out there. Um, uh, start with the basic, and then it, once you feel like you've mastered that, move on up, and it's just progress. You gotta like pace yourself. Sure. Is the is generally speaking, is swimming kind of the hardest aspect of the three? Yeah, I would say most people tend to struggle with the swimming, just because, again, it's something that it's variable between people. Biking pretty easy, pick up, and so is running. But swimming, you have to have swim lessons. You have to be. It's all about efficiency when it comes to swimming. And sure. If you don't have that background for swimming you're going to be very inefficient and you're going to, it's just going to be a struggle. Sure. Sure. So what's the, uh, the typical distance on the triathlons that you're doing? What, what's the distance for them? So my, uh, I would say Olympic is probably the, the distance I do most. Okay. Um, cause I'm focusing on speed now. And, uh, those typically take like two hours. It's like a, uh, 1500 meter swim, which is how many uh, miles? It's is just that? just under a mile. Mile swim. Okay. Yeah, about mile swim. Then it's a forty k bike or a twenty four mile bike ride. Okay. And then it's a ten k or six point two mile run. Okay. And so that's like a that's like the I would say that's a very very typical one. That's like a standard race format. Standard Olympic yeah. style uh, um, triathlon. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what are you doing those in two hours? You said. Um. Yeah. I I probably I flirt with like two two oh one two oh two something like that probably. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, that's for a fast course. Like there was one local. I'm kind of upset they kind of they canceled it. They're uh, taking a break from hosting races, but uh, yeah, that was one of my faster courses. How fast? How long does it take you to swim the mile? Um, uh, depends on the conditions, but I would say around 21 minutes ish. Uh huh. 20, 21. I would say because I was thinking like a half hour would be like a average kind of. Yeah, I would say that's about average. Right. For um, a mile swim. So think about that. The Ironman, you're swimming for freaking two plus. Hours. If you're just like an average kind of swimmer, mm-hmm. I mean, or even above average, you're, you're still in that water for over an hour. Yeah. I just would say, to get past the hour part, it, the it, water it, part. Yeah. yeah. It took me, uh, I think, 59 minutes to do the, the two miles, 2.4 miles swim. Jeez, man. But that was a nice swim. It was, they had a cable underwater, so I got to follow the cable and it, you could just follow it around. And it, so it basically had a guide. It never had a sight. Wow. An hour in, in the water, man. That's that's pretty brutal. That's, yeah. and, it was my favorite swims. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Fu- fu- I'm sure it was fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was fun. You know. Um, and then what happens? You go into like a transition uh, spot. There's like a transition where you you're coming out of the water and getting to bike. Changing. Are you changing gear? Yeah. How does that work? So you you get out of the water. Typically, people wear wetsuits so to help. It just increases buoyancy and makes mm-hmm. it a little bit easier to swim. Mm-hmm. Keeps you warm. Um, uh, they'll take that off and. It varies between people when it comes to an Ironman, but for me personally, I just wear a tri suit for the whole race. So like I'll wear that suit for swimming, biking, and running. But some people change, you know, into a biking kit to be more comfortable for the hundred to twelve miles. So you just hop out of the water and you're going right to the bike. Yep. Take it right. It takes me about five minutes. I probably for an Ironman to get changed. So take five minutes to change up and everything's all set up on my bike like sure my nutrition's there I, ha- I have everything planned out so it takes minimal time for me to get to the swim to the bike but some people take their time they uh they uh eat a little snack <laughs> rest a little bit and then they hop on the bike but really wow for me i try to i i'm a time person so sure i i minimize the time and transition how many triathlons have you done I, I no idea. Dozens? I mean, dozens? <laughs> dozens. Dozens. Dozens at this point? Yeah. I yeah. would say I, I start counting. I just count the uh, longer distance ones. So I've done, mm-hmm. I think, five half Ironmans and one Ironman. That's where... Five half. That's the 70.3. That's seventy point three. That's yeah. my favorite distance. That seems like that would be much more manageable for it, most people. You yeah. Know. Yeah. I, I would say, yeah, definitely if you're going to do an Ironman, do a half yeah, first. Yeah. <laughs> Let's walk before we can run. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... Okay, so you're in medical school now. Mm-hmm. You've been doing this triathlete lifestyle for, I don't know, six years now. Yeah, right? about that. About yeah. going on six years. Where are you going with this whole thing? My hope is I don't want to become like, uh, I don't want to make my living off of triathlons, but I definitely want it to be a paid-for hobby. So, like, mm-hmm. um, uh, slowly over the years, I've been acquiring sponsors, and uh, my hope is to eventually get just to a – low tier level, like a, a pro at triathlete, but not like uh, the insanely fast ones that are like winning Kona and stuff like that. Like I right. just wanna, I just wanna be, get my pro card, um, have it be fast and- uh, But not be your primary source of but not, primary yeah. lifestyle. Like what's that guy? I follow this guy, Al, Al Sanders, Sanders Try. Okay. Uh, I don't know, some big time triathlete on, mm-hmm. on uh, Instagram. I can't remember his name. What's the, what's the real famous one? I used to follow him too. I can't remember. Crowey? No. Somebody else. I'm not too familiar with triathletes, actually. Yeah, Lang, maybe. I don't know. Oh, Patrick Lang? Oh, Lang, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. he's actually Fusion. Uh, is he okay? Yeah. Is that one of your sponsors? Yeah. Okay. I'm on there. Not, well, I, I pay to be on their team, but they give us a nice discount. Well, they'll be paying you on the road, so that's okay. Uh, I hope. That'd be, be great. Trade, <laughs> it'll be a good trade-off. Um, so, okay, so you're just you're taking this lifestyle. Man, I, I mean, is it, this has really become... This has become your life. Oh, I, yeah. I take it. Mm-hmm. Triathlons are just a huge... How, how often do you train? 
Every day. I'm um, training every day. Except Mondays. That's my rest day. Uh-huh. I always have my rest day. You train Tuesday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday through Sunday. I usually have doubles every day. So Talk about a typical week. Take us through the week starting Tuesday morning. Yeah, actually, I have my training schedule here so I can pull it up. Um, uh, so I can tell you, this t- today is my rest week. Um, so it's, that's not really a typical week. This is rest week. week. He just ran 100 miles this week. <laughs> he's, just, he's just resting, everyone. So um, uh, last week it was uh, Monday. was rest day, like always. And then... Uh, Tuesdays are bike and swim. Um, Wednesdays are lifting. So when you say and bike and swim, you're waking up first thing in the morning and getting out on the bike. Honestly, I just do when I feel ready. Just whenever, yeah. whatever it is. And how and how long are you going? Give us some details on that, if you would. About an hour usually. Okay. It, I mean, again, uh, usually the weekday workouts are hour to an hour and a half on the bike, hour and a half max. Mm-hmm. Um, weekends they can get a little longer. But you're doing the bike, and then you take a break, and then come back and do the swim. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll put it back to back if I really have a lot going on that day. Like sometimes I get class or something gets in the way where I sure. have to do it back to back. But typically I like to separate them. And what are you doing on the swim? Um, it's usually around, it's not, I actually don't swim a lot, a whole lot of yards. Like in high school, I swim like 7,000 yards of practice. This is like 2,000 yards. So to me, it's not a whole lot, but it works. Heck, it, it, 2,000 yards, three times a week. And how long are you in the pool for typically? 30, 40 minutes-ish. Okay. So, yeah. but it takes more than that since I have to take the, the bus to campus, get in the pool. It's a whole thing, right? Yeah, it's, yep. it takes it's a lot hour, more time. It's several hours by the time all, it's all said and done. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it says yeah. 10 hours a week of training, but it ends up being like, you know, 15 hours. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's Tuesday. Tuesday's bike and swim. Yeah. Okay, what about Wednesday? Uh, lifting and running. So lifting usually takes around like 30 minutes to an hour. Depends how uh, who's taking up the squat rack and who's... Uh, You're just going to the gym up there at uh, the campus? Yep. You yeah. got, they got the ping. It's very nice. It has mm-hmm. all the equipment I need. And uh, then uh, uh, after that or before that, I, I run. And running... She usually consistently has me running an hour. And I assume in the winter times you're running mostly on the treadmill. Oh, I hate it. It's the treadmill. It's, it sucks, That's what right? I call it. Yeah. The treadmill, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it can be entertaining if I get the right playlist going or and uh, I actually like pe- having people around me. I don't like doing it alone in the gym. Sure. It's just weird. Yeah. You need some energy, some motivation. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, uh, Wednesday is strength and run. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday, uh, I, I must have – it, almost every day is double, and there's only a single on this one, but it's an hour bike. I think Thursday's I'm, an hour bike? Okay. Yeah. And then, I, oh, I moved it on a day. It's core, too. Okay. So core takes like 10, 20 minutes. Yeah. It's not it's not a huge deal at all. Mm-hmm. But the bike's an hour, like it usually is. Okay. And then uh, Friday is strength again and swimming. Okay. So that's... So you're changing it up a little bit, though, yeah. right? Okay. So not just a lift. It's not a, a run and lift on that day. It's just mixed up. Right. And then Saturday... Uh, this was a pretty easy day. Now, was, most people on Saturday are, are just, you know, waking up at about 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon after, hey, a, lo- after a hangover. I, a, I'm not saying I don't do that sometimes. <laughs> like, you know, Fridays we have exams <laughs> occasionally, and uh, I'm not going to say I haven't, right, you I haven't have gone out fun. to the bars. That's good, well, that's good. You need to have, like, hey, man, you said it earlier, that balance. Yeah. Got to have a little balance. You know what? Sometimes you know? I just, I just want to go out. It's just... If I feel like I want to go out, I'm glad to hear you're a human being. That's good to know. <laughs> I'll, I'll move my workout to six o'clock at night. That's fine. There you go. But you still get it in. That's dedication too. Yeah, yeah. That's dedication. So Saturday is typically what? Um, uh, it it varies. Uh, it's like two hour bike ride max. I would say right now, uh, but can get up to like three hours. So Saturday's a big day. It's a bigger day for you. Yeah. In terms of a workout. Yeah, yeah. But the, this week it, it seemed just to be an hour bike ride. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the next day is a run again. Okay. And then Monday's the day off. Monday's the day off. Wow. Man, that's uh, and you're in medical school. Mm-hmm. 
Have you been? How long have you been doing this kind of training, this kind of schedule for? Um, since my junior year in college, so f- almost four years. Four years. Yeah. Practically every week. Mm-hmm. There the was past. a little break I had with my coach, but um, that's because I just didn't have the money at the time. But mm-hmm. now that I have it, um, I just yeah. God damn, man. That's that's it's incredible. Hey, it's easy when you love it. Like it, yeah, I it just it comes naturally. Like I just know I need to do that day, and I enjoy doing it. Right. Well, you mu- you have to love it to be doing. Oh, this. for sure. You have to. You have to, or else no. you'd be just really sick. I don't want to do fifteen hours something I hate. No, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, but but it, you know what what kind of I mean it's obviously I'm sure it's obviously helped you physically, mm-hmm. but talk about what it's done for you mentally and emotionally. Oh my God, um, like I told you before, I have anxiety, and that is probably one of the biggest things that has helped me overcome it. I mean, everyone I've ever talked to, whether it's psychiatrists, psychologists, they, they always ask if I'm running or doing some sort of exercise. I'm like, yes, I have. They're like, well, you're doing the right thing. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's like well accepted that exercise can help. And I can attest to that. Like there are some days where my mind is just so clouded and so it just does not want to think. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, right after I work out, I feel a hundred times better. Isn't that weird, man? It's it is so true. It is. It is. It is. It, it is not... Uh, that, that's biology. That's science. Yeah, that, this it, is not an opinion. <laughs> nope. <laughs> this is a this is science, man. I'm sure you can find papers on it. If, if, oh, I've quick. read I've read a bunch of things about yeah. it too. Because the same thing for me, especially you know, if I'm feeling angst and anxious, what's the best? What, what's what are what are your options? Do, take some drugs, right? Yeah. Take a pill, smoke some weed, mm-hmm. uh, go out to the bar, or you know, crack open a bottle of wine, or work out. I mean, those are what are your or, or go to sleep. And I mean, me, those are your options. Yeah. Right? Oh, sleep sometimes helps. I love sleep, my naps. Sleep is <laughs> – oh, naps, are, naps are totally critical to, you know, optimal type yeah. to the daily lifestyle. Um, but what is the most – the greatest way – all the medicine in the world, man, can't, can't compare to a nice, intense cardio session. Yep, I totally agree. And they, they drill us into the head too. Like they always tell us like what's the first line treatment for su- such and such? It's usually exercise. It's, right. it's lifestyle change. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not medication. I mean, medication. I mean, there's first line treatments medication wise, but the first thing you should do, um, typically for the average patient, is lifestyle change. Whether that's exercise, eating properly, sleeping adequately, or what have you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so. That's so true. I mean, and isn't it astonishing to you how many people don't work out? It's it's, it's sad. It, it is, and. I wish I could like understand them better because I, I just don't understand it because to me it's just such an integral aspect like it's just such a part of me yeah. that like I it just blows my mind for someone not working I'm like how do you not like this and, it's and, just and like it's just gonna make you a better person you know you don't have to be we're not saying you need to become a triathlete no. or run a marathon we're just saying start out go, slow go, and go then, to the gym for a half hour yeah go get on the go get on the elliptical ride the bike I I mean go get on the elliptical for for 25 minutes mm-hmm. and do a little core workout. Maybe lift a couple weights. You don't even really have to. Just start slow. Just yeah. Go get on the go get on a bike. Do something you love too. Don't like. Don't think yeah. it has to be something you hate. Like if you don't like running, don't run. Go yeah. go go to the pool. Go go for a bike ride. Like, I mean, you don't have to like kill yourself. Just like get your heart rate up. Like get your heart work rate out. Up. Get those endorphins going. Get that sweat going, going man. Yeah. Get that sweat going. You know, I've had some. Those are for me. Those have been some of the most. Uh, emotionally charged sessions where I'm angst and I'm anxious or I've had a long weekend or whatever's going on in my life and I go to the gym and I'll go in for like a late night workout and I feel more emotions, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just like in the gym, it's dark, 
I'm sweating out all the shit that it's that's yeah. bothering me. I come home, sh- dude. I feel like a, I take a, a sh- nice shower. I've never felt better in my life. I, it's so true. It's just it's it's crazy. Yeah, and I just started realizing that like when I was a, uh, I've I'm usually I'm not a night workout person. I usually I tend to do it more in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I remember one day um, I was in medical school. I was just like so like just just ang- not angry, but like just stressed out about the whole day. And it was like nine o'clock, and I'm like, oh, I should probably. I'm like, I should just call it a day, just like, just relax the last hour. But I'm like, you know what? Let's do a bike ride. I usually don't do it this late, but let's just do it. And I, I'm going to tell you, at 10 o'clock, I felt amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, what do we do next? Yeah. Like, I was just so motivated. You, all of like, a sudden, you're not upset anymore. Yeah, I'm like, right? why didn't I do this earlier? <laughs> like, I should have done this way earlier, and I would have way, way more productive. If, if anyone that's listening that doesn't work out, man, just get up and go do it. Do a little bit, a little bit. Start slow. 15 minutes the first day. Yeah, start 20 slow. 20 minutes next week. Yeah. You know. 30 minutes after your first month you start getting that sweat those endorphins it, it's a it's a drug man it's addicting <laughs> it's totally addicting uh, i'm gonna tell you if i don't run on a day i'm supposed to uh, i get anxious beyond belief oh i'm like, sure you do now it, especially. it's but you know what it, it's it's good it's a it's an addiction that's it's a good that's addiction the best, it's the best addiction man the best addiction to have so you're going to continue doing this and, and you've got how many hours a week of uh, of class are you juggling um, my roommates actually make fun of me because they think I don't. They're like, "Do you ever study? They're like, you, yeah. you just seem to work out." I'm like, "No, I just like balance it. Like, I, I probably, I probably put forty plus hours a week of schoolwork in, and with boards coming up in this June, that's like the the test we take to, you know, become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we take one our second year and one our fourth year, and and so on. Sure. Um, uh, since I'm coming to the end of my second year, I'm taking my boards, and so that's I'm gonna be studying more, but. I'm going to tell you, I'm still going to find the time. time. I'm going to find time. Find find time. Find time for sleep and time for working out. That's the the difference. You you make the time, man. Yeah. That's it. You make the time. People go, I don't have time. You don't. You don't have time because you haven't made the time, you know? Uh, And then you got four years of residency right after that. So (laughs) you're just about halfway, (laughs) man, at this point. It's such a long road. But, you know, it's worth it. Oh, it'll definitely pay off in the end. It'll Mm -hmm. definitely pay off. Um, So you're juggling uh, the medical school. You're at oh you I mean how do you juggle uh, Halloween in Athens man that's got to be tough oh my schedule's wiped clean for that yeah, day there you go I tell my coach I'm like hey it's Halloween just to let you know yeah. so if you're gonna put a workout the next day make sure it's easy yeah, make sure it's easy and make sure it's at like nine o'clock at night <laughs> we'll do like a night workout for a change yeah, yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> give me some time to recover um, no man I think it's fascinating what you're doing I think it's great I mean uh, what are there things about triathletes triathlons your training that we, that you want people to to know or yeah I, every time i talk to people about triathlons they always put it on this sort of pedestal like oh it's incredible that you did it and, and and it is to some extent it takes like three sports but anyone can do it really like you just have to s- start um low and go slow um uh, get swim lessons to start off if you're not a proficient swimmer mm-hmm. it's not do not think do not leave your pride at the door like take swim lessons slowly build build um uh, and get those yards up um find the plan that works for you so you can get the biking and running down and it doesn't matter how fast you go and it don't think of it as this uh, this thing that's almost unattainable or just magical like just go for it like you have to put your mind to it and make um just slowly progress one step at a time one step at a time and you know it's so true that's such good advice because people could relate to that i, I used to think man i can never run a 5k 
I can't do a 10k, and I'm not a big run. I mean, I'm, I'm I do run some some races. Yeah. But I just ran my t- a 10k in December, and I've only been doing it for like a year and a oh, half. Nice. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's the same. It's the same approach. Uh, you know, get onto the treadmill and run a half mile. You yeah. know, and then go ri- go ride a bike. Go ride two miles on your bike. Exactly. You, it, know? you don't have to be doing go tread water for 10 <laughs> minutes. I mean, seriously, just to get That's a hard workout. <laughs> that is tough. You know. <laughs> Okay, one minute on, two minutes off, one minute on, you know. But <laughs> no, whatever. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that's such a good good advice, man. Just just you take a step. Yeah. Just take a step forward each day. Because I tell you, almost every time I tell someone, like, oh, like, what do you do? I'm like, I do triathlons. It's, I get the same response almost every single time. And I'm like, it's really n- not that, like, you just have to build up. And it, I, it took me, whatever, six years to build up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I just started yesterday. Like, it took me a while. So, just... You know, keep your eyes on the prize and just slowly go build. And that's fantastic. That's beautiful. What uh, what what races are you signed up for this year, if any? Yeah. So I'm uh, actually in April 14th, the day before Boston. It's my birthday. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, happy. Yeah. Uh, Give me early a birthday, birthday gift, man. You win the race. I'll be, I'll be pretty pumped. <laughs> oh, yeah. if I win that race, that'd be fantastic. Where um, is it at? It's Athens. So oh, oh, okay. OU. Um, it's a half half marathon. I was originally signed up for the marathon, um, but my coach is like, we're gonna hold off on that for now. So I, I bumped down to the half, and uh, I, I'm going to try and go for a, a solid time. Like, I, I've never really done, like, raced a half before. Mm-hmm. So uh, so you're looking at, what, like an, uh, an hour, 15, hour, 20 kind of time? Yeah, I, I, you Is pretty that, much nailed it. I was, uh-huh. um, I would say, like, 118, 117. 117, yeah. 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 That would be pretty six, fucking crazy, man. Yeah, 550 yeah. to six-minute pace. I, I, for 13 miles straight, 13.1 miles, folks. That's <laughs> that'd be unbelievable. So it's, it's pretty flat course, but yeah. It, I, What's your best halftime? Uh, 6:11 pace. That was like I woke up one morning and did that with a group of people. That just, was like just a, that was it, huh? Yeah. 6:11. So what did you run that in? Uh, 121, I think. Okay. Something like that. Okay. And and you want to do it now about 117, 118? Yeah, I think I can. I, I my running has took a leap. Um, so far, so what? Are, what's the best time going to be in a race like that? I think for this one, this is a low key race. There's not a lot of people in it. Mm-hmm. I think last year's best time was like a 114, 116, okay. something like that. You'll be close. I mean, you'll kind of be in that range potentially. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think my friend went last year went 118, and he got third. So you're right there in the top few spots. Yeah, that, to pull that off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's going to be some probably OU cross country runners, so it's going to be a little hard to keep up with them. Yeah. They're, they're fast. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so that's your next race? Yeah, that's my next race. Okay. And then after that, I have uh, a trail race. I just like to throw those in. Like those, um, uh, eventually I want to get into like ultra tra- um, ultra trail racing and stuff oh, like that. Oh, man. Yeah, I like I like, I like the mental challenge the, of it. That, those, the, like 100 mile plus? Yeah, there's actually one here in Ohio that uh, a, store, a previous store I worked out like kind of like sponsors. So it's the Burning River. That's uh-huh. the one I want to do. Sure. How many miles is that? 100. 100, exactly. Yeah. Damn, dude, that is so fucking crazy. I just want to try it. I just want to see because I. You'll do, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. You're <laughs> undoubtedly gonna do it, man. I know people doing like those. Uh, what's black water? And oh yeah, bad water. Bad water. Yeah, yeah the two hundred mile races and stuff dude, like that, that. That's crazy. That's insane, man. Yeah, that's so freaking crazy. Um, you'll undoubtedly do. It. Who are some of the companies you're affiliated with? Um, uh, so I have. Uh, there, there's ten of them. There's some of them are like. Um, sponsorships. Some of them are like more ambassadorships. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. But uh, Swiftwick is like my go-to sock. Um, uh, they have like it just it just phenomenal. Like I wear them all the time. What is it? Swiftwick. Swiftwick. Um, S W I F T 
Wick. Uh, w i c k. Yeah, C K. Yeah. Okay, it's all one word. Swift Wick. Swift Wick. Gotcha. Swift Wick socks. Um, and then Ultra Running. Um, they're more of a new company I got involved with this year. I tried their shoes last year. Fell in love with them. Really? Uh, they're like foot shaped. Um, uh, so compared to the tr- traditional shoe, um, they're wider. And mm-hmm. I, since I have slightly wider feet, they fit me perfectly. And it's called Ultra. Ultra, and it's spelled A. L- oh yeah, T R A. Okay. You can find almost at any specialty running store. Sure, sure, sure. And then actually, a local company, Numa. It's like a coconut water electrolyte drink. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's if you have like a, it's they created it for like sensitive stomachs and stuff like that. But phenomenal. I could I use that. Yeah, My stomach's not, not the greatest. <laughs> Probiotics every day, man. Hey, if you yeah. need some, I got you. Uh, I got some coupons for it. That'd so. be good. <laughs> take you up on that for sure. <laughs> and then um, uh, Nut Butter Nation, just kind of like the peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I, just, I I like that a lot. And then uh. Uh, EC3D and 110% are both compression companies. Okay. Um, they work together, so um, I use their compression gear often. And actually, 110%, you can use them for icing, too. Okay. So you can ice your legs um, uh, at post-workout or have you. Um, I love that. It makes me feel 10 times better afterwards. That's great, yeah. And then uh, Gooder sunglasses, they make like these pretty cheap. You can take a look at it. Um, uh, they're $25 each. They're polarized. And they come with a whole bunch of different styles. I have cool. like nine pairs. Wow. Uh, they're addicting. So Try, I'm trying these on. Yeah, go for it. Look at that. Yeah. Not bad, huh? So you wear these to run? You wear these when you're outdoors yep. running? Love that's them running. Nice and, and lightweight, too. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't bounce. So that's like that's why I love that's them. That's awesome. Um, uh, and then uh, Infinite is like my nutrition. Uh, they make custom blends. So like you can call them up. Uh, they're based in Cincinnati. And so, okay. like, uh, uh, you call them. You have like a. You tell them like how much you think you sweat and stuff like that, and they'll customize a formula for you. Gotcha. And so it. And I just loved it. I used it for one of my long bike rides last year, multiple wow. times, and it it just fit perfectly. So That's awesome. It's my go-to nutrition now. And then another one. It's a local one. Uh, it's a rep company. It's called Multisport Arsenal. But uh, the, I'm not sure if they're going to be doing it th- this year. Um, uh, they're still active and like selling things to stores and stuff, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to make the team again this year. I got to tell you, man, after listening to that list, I think you've got more uh, sponsorship affiliates than LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. he <laughs> That was impressive, I got to tell you. And, and you know what? It, and it wasn't because I'm fast. It's because uh, social media presence, like I just started like increasing that this year. Um, I, I've made it a, like a, a priority of mine to like increase that. So that's really what you need. You just need to show a company that you're passionate about what their products are. No like doubt. all those companies I actually use and I love them. So like, that's why it was so easy. Cause I, when I talked to them, they're like, Oh, you obviously love our products. Here you go. Like it's a simple thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'm um, uh, have a social media presence and you're golden. Yeah. Well, especially with what you're doing, man, you know, you're, you're an elite athlete in this field. I mean, it, it is what it is. I, I, know, I, know, it. I know it's hard to, to, you know, you don't think of yourself that way. You're just, you know, just a guy working hard, but you're an elite athlete in this field, and uh, you know you got to put yourself out there a little bit, and, mm-hmm. these, and the brands start coming. And yeah, there'll be more to come, no doubt. Um, hopefully, this is just the beginning for you. You know, I have a feeling that we'll be seeing quite quite a bit more from you down the road. You mentioned social media, man. How do people get a hold of you? Give us some of your uh, social media. So it's um uh, for I'm mostly on Instagram. It's the underscore iron underscore doc. Kind of like a combination of triathlons and medicine. There you um, go, yeah. And then that's the same thing for Twitter as well. The underscore iron underscore doc, doc D-O-C. Yeah. And I'll, we'll link it up in this in the show notes so awesome. people can just find you there. How do you pronounce your last name? Hudak. Hudak. Okay, yeah. so Mike Hudak. 
The Iron Doc. Find him on Instagram, Twitter. Those are the two main places. That yeah, you're those at. two main places. You have a uh, website that you're using actively, or, or not much? Yeah, um, it's uh, uh, I'm kind of forgetting it now. I'm kind of like, what is it, like I a blog been, or something. It's you a blog. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a uh, it's a WordPress. I think I saw it on your Twitter, so you could probably find. Oh, it. Oh, from- yeah, it's linked to my Twitter. You could I probably think- find it from there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, hey man, like I said, this was pretty pretty awesome. It was great to get a chance to talk to you, learn a little bit more about the triathlete lifestyle. I don't know much about it. I'm fascinated <laughs> by it. I'm going to be one of those guys. I just one step at a time, you know. Yeah. Get get, up, get get on that bike. Get out, you know. Get out and do some swimming. That's all it takes. And get out and do what? And, and you can do a, a much smaller distance too, right? You can do like a half you can sw- do a mile swim. So you can do a super sprint. Yeah. yeah there's a whole half different... mile swim and what like a twenty mile bike and twelve twelve mile bike and a five k. And a 5K. That's that's where I would start. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all jokes aside, that's no. that's a good place to start. That's where I started. That's where everyone should start. Yeah. That's great, man. Hey, listen. Check him out. Mike. Say your last name again. Hudak. Ho- Mike Hudak. Check him out on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, man, keep us posted. We're going to be watching you. Oh, and for seeing sure. what you do. What other races real quick? Tell us. Are there anything oh, else yeah. this year? Um, I got a half Ironman. Um, um, Ohio. Ironman, Ohio. Okay. And then, um, that's going to be in July. And then um, my friend and I... I got a couple more in there, but that's a, the big race. And then my second big race is going to be a, hopefully the Erie Marathon in September where I can qualify awesome. for Boston. My awesome. friend and I are going to do there that. There you go. See, I knew Boston was in your near future. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Hudak, everyone. Check him out, man. Thanks for coming. I know. Thank Talk you. Talk to you soon. Thanks.